Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Friday, July 14th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. First off, Iranian President Ebrahim Raisi has concluded his three-nation Africa trip with a visit to Zimbabwe. As he arrived, supporters waved Zimbabwean and Iranian flags while people sang anti-West songs. Raisi's trip aimed to build new partnerships and mitigate the impact of economic sanctions on Iran. This visit marks the first time an Iranian leader has been to Zimbabwe since 2010. In other news, the United Nations has made a disturbing discovery in Sudan. They have found a mass grave containing the bodies of at least 87 people. It is believed that these victims were killed by the paramilitary Rapid Support Forces and their allied militia in Darfur. The conflict in Sudan has pushed Darfur into a new phase of ethnic war, which threatens to destabilize neighboring countries. Efforts to achieve a ceasefire and deliver humanitarian aid have unfortunately been unsuccessful. Human Rights Watch has accused the paramilitary forces of executing civilians and destroying towns in Darfur. Meanwhile, the United Nations Refugee Agency, UNHCR, has accused Ghana of forcibly deporting hundreds of people who had fled extremist violence in Burkina Faso. Most of those deported were women and children seeking safety in northern Ghana. The UNHCR has been working with Ghanaian authorities to protect over 8,000 Burkina Faso asylum seekers. However, Ghana's security ministry denies these accusations and states that Burkina Faso citizens who want to return are being repatriated. In a different development, thousands of protesters have gathered outside the main U.S. diplomatic office in Tel Aviv calling on the UK to condemn Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's plan to overhaul the country's judiciary. President Joe Biden has recently criticized Netanyahu's government and its supporters of West Bank settlements. Protesters argue that the plan will concentrate power in the hands of Netanyahu and his allies, undermining the country's system of checks and balances. Israel's figurehead president, Isaac Herzog is set to visit Washington next week. Moving on, Israel has taken action to combat a milk shortage across supermarket chains. They have lifted the 40% customs duty on imported milk for three months. This temporary measure aims to address the shortage without impacting state tax revenues, as there are currently no milk imports due to the high tax level. Additionally, Israel plans to expand the quota of foreign workers for agriculture to alleviate the shortage of workers in the sector. In response to criticism, the Rwandan government has defended its treatment of refugees in a letter to the UNHCR. The letter argues that Rwanda is not a safe country for refugees and criticizes the outdated view of Africa as a land of darkness and danger. Rwanda commends itself for hosting refugees in the neighboring Democratic Republic of the Congo and promises to prioritize safety, security, and socioeconomic development. On a different note, a Hungarian bookstore has been fined for selling an LGBTQ graphic novel series in its youth literature section. 
This fine is based on Hungary's Child Protection Law, which prohibits the display of homosexual content to minors. The government office has ordered the store to ensure the lawful distribution of the book, which should be placed in closed packaging. This law has faced criticism for its restrictions on LGBTQ content in media. In legal news, judges in Amsterdam have delayed the sentencing of Aidan Coben, who was convicted in a cyberbullying case. Coben blackmailed a 15-year-old girl who tragically took her own life. The judges are seeking more information from Canada about Coben's likely release date if he were to serve his sentence there. It is important to note that the ruling can still be appealed in the Dutch Supreme Court. Turning to weather, northern India has been hit by record monsoon rains, resulting in over 100 deaths and widespread damage. The hardest-hit state is Himachal Pradesh, where 88 people have been killed and over 200 injured. The water level of the Jamuna River in the Indian capital has reached a 40-year record. These heavy rains have caused houses to collapse and triggered landslides in the region. India's weather agency has forecasted more heavy rains in the coming days. Lastly, a bomb attack by a drug cartel in Jalisco State, Mexico, has led to the suspension of volunteer search groups looking for missing people. This attack claimed the lives of four police officers and two civilians, raising concerns among the volunteer groups known as collectives. These groups face extreme conditions as they search for clandestine burial sites. To avoid the cartel's wrath, they have pledged not to seek evidence for prosecution. It is disheartening to note that six volunteer search activists have been killed in Mexico since 2021. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening.